Hello and welcome to Up in the Hair. It's me, Ashley, and today is a great day to have a great day. How's everyone doing this morning? I'm so excited to share with you guys. I have so much energy around this topic. And, you know, it's it's early morning. It's Friday. And yes, I'm a little under the weather, so excuse my my uh, the way I sound. But that doesn't stop me from having energy to give. And the passion does not stop flowing for me. So this topic keeps popping up all over in front of my face. And I just feel really called to speak to it because... I'm going to tell you what what I'm dealing with, right? And we're we're talking all today about recruiting, recruiting and hiring in 2022. So, um a lot of people are talking about not being able to find workers. Hiring is harder than ever, right? This is nationwide. This isn't just the beauty business. Uh personally, what's happened is I need more chairs because I believe that I I'm so focused on recruitment that I don't have enough chairs for the people that are knocking on my door. So I need more chairs. So I'm going to do some construction in my salon in 2022. Actually, I'm going to open up uh, the wall in this area of my salon, and I want to you know, put six more chairs there if possible. So my issue is not finding workers, you know, and I say that so humbly, but I want to share whatever's going on with me. I want to share it with you, no matter where you're at, whether you are a seasoned salon owner, whether you are a, you know, you have a suite, no matter what, if you're looking for workers, if you're looking for staff, if you're looking for people to join your team, I just want to share and take what you will from it. Some things I'm going to say you're going to like and some things, you know, you're not going to like. But I, I believe that I've done a lot of research on this topic and, you know, I think the strategy is the most important thing walking into 2022. So, we're always talking about how hiring is an action, but recruiting is a strategy. And, you know, I'm really grateful that um, I, I worked for a company who had me doing this job solely, right? And I was teamed up with another girl. Her name's Amanda Ortiz. And Amanda and I, I think in like 2016, started, you know, really attacking the beauty schools in different ways. I'm going to talk to you about how recruiting then and recruiting now is different. And, you know, if you have a certain model, you know, in your business for recruiting and hiring, I just want you to be really open-minded and flexible with with the way we're going in the direction because the reality is times are changing. Forget what once was, right? Forget what once was. It is a new time, times have changed, and who we're speaking to, it's a whole different audience. So we need to, uh, we need to flow. We need to go with, with what is, and we need to be current, and we need to adapt and adapt very quickly and swiftly and not waste a second on anything. So I'm really looking at a lot of these big businesses who, you know, have been around for, you know, decades, and I want to help them, you know, I want to help people who have such a great business, like amazing education, amazing benefits, right? But how can we reinvent what you're doing and make it current is really what it comes down to. So that's kind of what I look at because everyone's success is, is my success is how I look at our industry. You know, um, I don't care if you're right next door to me, 
the salon next door to me is not competition. It is my my friend, my neighbor, and I want everyone to rise to the top. But the reality is, is that's not going to happen if we don't become very adaptable very quickly. So, um, yeah, it's been a hard a hard time in a pandemic. I can't even imagine what it's been like for some of these salon owners and. I just want to help in any way I can, you know. So so this is my thought process on it. Now, first things first, in 2022, who are, how many people can you hire? So what is your budget? You know, what are you willing to pay? Are you paying them hourly? So what is the budget there? What do we need to replenish if there's been a loss? Has there been a lot of turnover in your business? How many people? Let's figure that out first things first. How many people are we looking to hire? Okay, now let's talk about that candidate, that ideal candidate. Focus on them. What does she look like? What does he look like? What do they look like? I'll tell you what they look like. First of all, the next generation of beauty, they're Gen Zs. And I hear a lot more um, negative conversation, to be honest with you, about younger generations than positive. And I don't know why it's framed that way, but it needs to stop because it is what it is, people. We need to be positive and optimistic and celebrate the strengths of the new generation because they're they're fast and they're swift. And, you know, Gen Z, they're called Zoomers for a reason, right? Zoomers. So let's talk about them for a minute because that's who you're talking to, right? If you're going to grow your own, if you're going to go into the schools and, and recruit um, young, you know, keeping young chickens in the coop type thing. They're Gen Zs and what are they like, right? They're tech addicted. That's what I'm going to tell you. Forget everything else. Here's the point. They're addicted to technology because this is how they've grown up. So how many of them are you going to hire? And what are they even like? Who are we talking to? Who's our audience? We need to know how they communicate. We need to know how to get to them. Okay, please, for the life, for the love of God, figure out how to talk to these people. It's through social media. It's through the Internet. It's through technology because this is how they grew up. Okay, it's just something that we have to adapt to. So if you have not already jumped on the bandwagon of social media, video, 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 you need to start right now. Drop everything you're doing and start right now because this is the way to communicate to these people. Trust me, I know from experience because I'm getting a lot of applicants and I I think it's solely because of a social media presence. I really do. There are other things I'll share along the way, but that has helped me so much, having a strong social media presence. I don't think I'd have the staff I have today without it. I don't. I could be the most motivating, inspiring, passionate person. It matters to them. It just does. It matters in in today's world. It just does. So you have to jump on that. If you don't have somebody, if you're not good at it, you need to have someone good at it. And I mean somebody who who likes it. They have to like it, okay? To be good at social media, you have to like it and be into it. You can't walk into social media with a negative attitude or a dated attitude about, well, I don't like social. You know how many classes I've heard people say this, especially more seasoned veterans of, of our industry. They're like, I don't like it. I don't want to do it. Well, 
then get left behind. And that sounds harsh and mean, but that's the reality because you're not going to attract the most current, the most passionate, the most savvy candidates without it. You're just not. So please, for the love of God, just find somebody who likes it within your organization and delegate it. All my girls have access to our page. All of them. Every single person has the login and password to my social media account on Salon Haven. Every single one. Everyone manages it. Everyone adds to the story. Everyone posts. We keep it going where you're probably annoyed of seeing us. We're so in your face all day long. And that's how I, that's the intention. That's the intention because every time someone sees you up there, it's just a, a reminder to come back and visit and oh these girls what are you trying to say what is the message what is your messaging so this is so valuable that you give up give the reins don't be don't hold it so tight trust me it's not it's not in today's the way of the world today guys there's got to be a, a level of trust and transparency because independent is the name of the game we have to play that game Meaning, how can they feel included in a part like like it's theirs? And I don't mean you just having them over and, and starting a conversation and, and hearing them. Delegate it to them. Delegate it to them. Whatever else happens um, from there, you're going to be happy about it. You know, nothing lasts forever. These people, they're not going to be with you forever. So please utilize them for their talents and their passions while you have them. And delegate to the people who really know. I'm serious. Just think about it because this is such a valuable piece coming from a, a younger entrepreneur. I'm in a very current, uh, I have a, a huge understanding and knowing about what I'm talking about right now. So, because I am, I mean, I'm a millennial really, but I am somebody if you are trying to attract me as a stylist right it's one of those things where I'm looking for certain qualities I'm looking for a certain culture I'm looking for a certain level of transparency flexibility right and if I'm not going to get that with you I'm not coming right if I don't like the look if I don't like the vibe if there's not a feeling of being current or if there's more of a feeling of being dated, I'm going to be resistant to come and, and uh, work for you. That's just it. So I want you to be able to, to compete with the year that it is. And because we're, we're walking into 2022, I want you to walk in really strong and clear about what needs to happen to attract the best staff to you. Okay, so we've talked about how many you want to hire. We talked about who we're, we're hiring, right? Let's talk a little bit more about, about those people, about the Gen Zs and what they're looking for. And, and like we had mentioned, right, like we're looking for flexibility. We're looking for transparency. Let's talk about those because flexibility, again, if 75% of our industry has gone independent, meaning into suites, into rental, into working for themselves, quote unquote. I just post about this on my on my Instagram because I'm so, um, you know, involved with the schools. I'm in the beauty schools all the time. 
I get a lot of messages. I have a lot of engagement from the next generation of our industry because that is who I'm targeting. That's who I'm talking to majority of the time when I'm in the schools, right? So they're messaging me and they're telling me, and I'm sure you already know this, right? They want to get out of school and they want to start their own business. And not only, you know, was I taught that it doesn't support our industry, it doesn't support the schools, it doesn't support our licensing, the funding, any of that, but it also doesn't make sense. It, it just doesn't, it, it defies logic because they don't have a business, right? So you're going into a suite, now you have all these expenses, this overhead, and you have no foundation, you have no clientele, and more importantly, you don't have the proper education and training. So as professionals, you know, I take it, I don't take it lightly what we do in a sense of quality and level of professionalism and best practices because when we lack professionalism, when we lack uh, the skill set for what we do, it, it brings the rest of our industry down. It devalues everyone. So I want everyone to be to a level where, oh my God, the work, and, and that's how it is, right? Because there's so much, education so accessible. There's so much free education online, right? But there's nothing that could replace, and this is my opinion, there's nothing that can replace in salon training and assisting. And as long as they have that, you know, that extra training and, and they never stop training, that's something I speak to. It's like, you need more training. You need more training. You, because I'm trying to support our industry, the salons, the salons where I came from, the schools, the schools where the school where I came from, right? And that message supports all of that and supports our industry. Now, am I against the rental? No, but right out of school, it doesn't add up to me unless you're receiving really great education, mentorship, whatever. But honestly, um, you know, that's a conversation I'm constantly having with the students is you need to go into a salon that can give you training. You need to go into a salon that you can get training. So now I'm saying this over and over and over. And, and I'm not just there to talk about my salon. Let's be clear. Yes, I'm there to recruit and hire for me. But I'm also really aware that not everyone is somebody I want to hire. So as long as the messaging is clear, I'm here to help the entire industry thrive. So Hopefully they go to you or to another salon who's going to groom them and take great care of them and end up where they're meant to be. But if that messaging is not clear, we, you know, we need to tell them that. We need to be in the schools and sending a clear message about a career path. So being transparent with them, being flexible with them, having great education having great mentorship, leadership. What does a leadership look like in your salon? Oh, it better be good. It better be great because people do not quit jobs. They quit managers. They quit bosses. So your leadership has to be top-notch. And, you know, sometimes we're going to work harder than we want to and work more than we want to. But at the end of the day, if it's your brand, if it's your place, then people come for you. And hopefully you can delegate to others in the best way possible and find the best leadership. But the reality is, is if if you're the face of your company and you, that face disappears, that's that's an issue. So that constant connection, that constant feeling of mentorship and attention and, again, transparency, what does that even mean? Why does she keep mentioning transparency? It means just be so straight, be so clear. 
Don't make anything complicated. Make it simple, meaning what is their pay plan? What is their commission model, right? Is there a level system in your salon? It better be easy. It better be simple because if it's complicated or if it's challenging for them to get promoted or to make more money and there's not like a clear, concise knowing, that's an issue because people want simplicity. People want to know what's in it for me. That's it. They don't want to jump through hoops to get, you know, this and that. They need to know, you know, what are you going to pay me? Because if you're not willing to pay, then you're not going to play. That's just how it is now. Because, again, back to who we're talking to, our candidate. They are what's in it for them. And the reality is they want to work less and earn more. That's just how it is. So how many hours a week do people want to work? Now we're moving to the flexibility piece. Is it, you know, a 32-hour work week? Are you somebody who's like, no, you have to get on the floor and, and do this, do that? You need to talk to them and, and train them and groom them to understand what it takes to build and spend that time. You can't just demand. So again, like, who is your leadership? Who's What is the messaging? What is the mentorship? What are we telling them so they know, not just, oh, God, these people just want to, you know, crack a whip on me and make me work nonstop and they're not even here what are they doing you know that's how people think about their bosses right so if you're not in the trenches with them if you're just telling them they need to work 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 and you're not doing anything to them you're not doing anything although you are but you have to look from their eyes from their perspective and flexibility wins the game I I just that's just how it is if independent is so popular, why is that? Why do people want to work for themselves? Why is entrepreneurship so appealing to the masses? Why do people want that? They want that freedom. They want to pick what they want to pick. They want to work when they want to work. You know, so offer shifts that are flexible. Offer, you know, obviously we have to give to the business, but we also have to give to these, you know, staff members. And what does that look like? What does that look like with flexibility? I have a policy where everyone gets their birthday off. You don't need to work on your birthday. Some of my policies you might disagree with because you're going to tell me, well, we need to make money. Bottom line. But what if I told you I've already thought about how they can make up those hours throughout the year, throughout the month, or throughout the week? You know what I mean? one eight-hour day, okay, add one hour to each week for two months, whatever it is, right? I mean, add maybe coach them instead of having to be there, working smarter, not harder. That's what everyone wants to do. So how can they earn more and work less? That is the thought process. Earn more, work less. Earn more, work less, period. Whether it's realistic or not is really not for us to keep, let's put it this way, your your previous past beliefs and values and again, what once was, that's all the data that you used to have is out the window because it's a new time. So some of the things you're telling me that I'm hearing are also things that once so you're like telling me well that's not possible you're getting on the floor and you know all of this 
but with social media and if you groom somebody the right way if they can walk talk and act like they've been doing if they're confident think about it you know I'll give you an example my client um, no I'm sorry my my intern Mary I got Mary fresh out of school and when I met Mary she was not the same person she is today and we can say that about any of our interns anyone you're grooming it's so cool to watch them grow but the thing about Mary is I'm grooming her to take my clientele right because as time goes on I cannot do hair forever um, at least not at the capacity of what I've been doing for the past year I will die so that's fine I had to do it my first year I can't I can't keep that up, right? And if you're in, you already know this, right? So anyway, she walks, talks, acts like me. So if my haircut is $78, uh, just because, now this is a difference because I'm handing her a book of business, right? So it's a little different, but there is some power, you guys, in elevating your stylist to this model where, you know, we're not targeting everyone. We're not targeting, our target market, she is, listen, she drives the Mercedes. She is supplement in some way. She wears name brands. Like your whole branding and your whole messaging of what you are and who you are has to support your stylist. I'm sorry, they just it just does. So if you're going to not cheapen, but like I don't want people in my salon who can't afford it. Yeah, I might be missing out on a large percentage of clientele. You can have them because my stylists are going to feel some type of way because this is who we're dealing with. They're going to feel something about about working harder, not smarter. Does that make sense? Meaning you have to let your stylists charge what they want. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Again, flexibility. They need to feel empowered about their time and what they're charging for. Your old model, rethink it. Your level system, rethink it. Because, again, flexibility. They're reasonable, right? If we can collaborate with our stylists and say, listen, I don't know if that makes complete sense because this is your book of business, this is your productivity, is this, this these numbers are not going to add up, right? If you keep raising your prices, you don't have clientele, and then you're going to suffer the loss every time you raise your price. Now you don't have any clients, but you're charging a massive, it, it doesn't add up, right? Wouldn't we rather have more people in our chair for a lesser cost? But we're not dealing with people like that. We're dealing with people opposite of that. We're dealing with stylists, who don't want to charge nothing for their time. And then you take 60, 70% off the top, whatever it is, after product charge, if you do that, it doesn't leave them feeling like they're getting a, a large sum of money when taxes and everything is said and done. Are they making good money? To me, yes. I always thought I made good money as a stylist. But we're dealing with somebody different. So it doesn't matter what you and I think about it. That's what I'm telling you. What you and I think does not matter, okay? So it's not a matter of, you know, the inmates running the asylum type thing. It's not giving full control. But this level of flexibility means you're willing to let them make decisions and everything is their idea. 
so they can decide for themselves. I don't need to treat them like I'm a boss. Like I'm not, I'm your leader. I'm your leader. You're never going to say I'm your, you know, I don't act like I'm their boss. I'm their leader. So what does that mean? What type of leadership approach do I have? Okay, it's strong mentorship. It's a really strong sense of guidance and education and attention. You know, they need my attention and they need me to, it's all about them. It's all about them. It's And then sharing the vision is powerful. But the reality is, is you can't make your problems their problems. You can't make somebody... You know, you can share your vision and that's powerful, but what's more powerful is what's their vision for their life. What do they want? What are they trying to get to? Don't make it all about us. And I believe prosperity comes from that concept of making it about others. Don't make it about you. If I go on stage and talk to a group of people, it's not about me. You know what I mean? It's all about the person listening. It's all about you. It's all about my listeners. So why are we so firm? Yes, you have, we, we all know what we can and cannot do in our business, right? I'm not saying to compromise everything you're doing because the reality is the stylists have no idea what it costs, what the cost of doing business is. You know, if anything, every other second, it's like, well, we need this. Well, we need that. Well, we need this. And, and it's like, well, what does it cost, right? They're not asking those questions. But that's not their job. Their job is this. They need to be inspired. They need to be motivated. They need to have a clear direction. They need concise, full transparency. And sometimes I probably say too much to my staff. I don't care. It is what it is. They never can tell me I hit anything I tricked them or, you know, I was being cheap with them or I was being greedy or anything. I explain everything to them. And whether I need to or not, I understand the value of transparency with these people because I know who I'm talking to. I know who I'm dealing with. Okay. Simplicity. Keep things simple, stupid. Keep things clear. Don't overwhelm these these staff members with your vision and what you want. Again, don't make your problems their problems because they don't care. They care about one thing, and that's getting where they need to go. So if you make it about them, they're going to make it about you because you get what you give. So if you sit down with every single stylist and you're like, listen, what are your goals? What are your personal goals? Why are you working? Where, where do you want to go in your career? What is, what is it? Let me help you get there. I want to help you get there. And then you add in what the vision for the company is. And if you allow them to grow with your company, I mean, that's a triple threat. I mean, I don't see how you can go wrong with something like that. And yes, you're you know, if you're in ownership, you may have hundreds of stylists, you know. I have a very small staff. It's easier for me, right? I can spend one-on-one -on -one time. It, it, even with 10, 12 girls, it's not... It's a lot of time and energy, right? But hey, maybe do small group meetings. Maybe do just a big exercise where everyone has to make a vision board and everyone has to share with a buddy, you know, um, what they're trying to do. And if you're engaged with your staff and you really show that you care, and I mean you care about their success, that means no undertone, no nothing, no greed, no what's in it for me. 
Like if we stop thinking about ourselves so much, and some people be like, Ashley, what? what are you talking about? I don't care. I'm just sharing how I do business and what's working for me. And yes, I'm still in a stage of infancy, but I think I have a very clear understanding of people. I think I'm a magnet for workers. And if any of this, even if one thing could help you get more staff and recruit more staff and have a better model for you know, the future of your business, the future of who's coming to build, rebuild, you know, I, I hope that I can help. And I hope that some of this can offer a new thinking process, a new pattern, because it has to be new. And that's the bottom line. It has to be new. It has to be fresh. There has to be new energy. And sometimes that means handing over the reins to somebody a little bit younger, a little bit more. It doesn't have to be younger, but yes, it does. You know, it has to be fresh energy and trust them. Trust them fully and don't be afraid, you know. Um, that's all I can say, you know. The flexibility piece is so massive. Like, it's so massively important that I can't even begin to describe it. You can't give people grief anymore for, you know, not feeling well and coming into work. You can't give people grief for not wanting to work because this is who we're dealing with. So whether we like it or not is irrelevant. And the the sooner you rise to the occasion and have a good attitude about who you're dealing with, they're going to feel that. Because if you have a negative attitude about the younger generation, they're not coming. If you feel like you need to reinvest in the look and feel and the branding of your company, do it. It doesn't have to cost a million dollars, right? It doesn't. Maybe if you have multiple locations, it is. Okay, you're like, Ashley, really? It's going to cost me. But let it cost you. Long term, you're going to see the return. So just do it. Don't, you know, do what you have to do to make it look and feel better. What is the culture? What are we saying is important to us? And are we upholding and keeping those promises? Meaning, if you tell me this is important and you don't, if you tell me the culture and, and a, like, I'll give you an example. One thing that's a part of my culture, one of my core values is positivity. And that's something I value highly because I don't need, um, you know, this might mean some people might tell me it's a dated model of leave it at the door, but positivity doesn't mean in a toxic way. It means a level of professionalism when you walk through the door of, you know, it's all about the client and we need to have an uplifting environment for the client and for each other. And if somebody is not... Can you have a bad day? Can you have a moment? Are you human? Absolutely. I'm telling you, if you're not in a positive-oriented, uplifting, if you don't look for optimism in your life like every single day, then you're not going to work at Salon Haven because we're all about that feeling of, I don't know, encouragement and feeling good. Like what other business are we in? So if I say I'm in, you know, I have this, this value and then I allow Susie Q to come in every day and, you know, complain, be negative, start drama, uh, all this stuff. I mean, I will fire Susie Q on the spot with no warning. I've only had to let go one person since I've been open and it was, it was just that fast. It was like, nope. It's not a fit. So 
when they say higher, slow, fire, fast, so many people drag on letting, you know, like trimming the fat and, and letting go of your most toxic employees because, again, why? Why do we keep them? Because of their productivity, because of the value they bring, because of the money. And only you know, you know, your operations are, are for you to figure out, but I'm just provoking this thought, which is, you're a hypocrite, you know? That's my thought process, is, is you say one thing about your value, and then you do a complete, and, and so now this company that I thought, you know, Salon Haven was supposed to be this positive place, this uplifting place, yet everyone's complaining here, or Susie Q gets to complain. Ashley said she would never allow that, but it's allowed here with Susie Q. I don't like this environment. Not what I expected, not what I was told was going to happen, and it's not what I thought it was going to be. You know, it's not for me. Okay, so now I just wasted a ton of money. Let's just say, whoever, let's just say my, my three interns, right? And, and you, now you've been paying them. And uh, however many hundreds of dollars a month to, to train, and you're investing in these people, and and now they're gone. Because why? Because of something so silly as you not guarding the, like you have to gatekeep hard. And this is what I'm saying is like, I, I just feel like a lot of seasoned professionals, you know, they're, you have to like push a reset button, you know, and just look at, look at everything with fresh eyes. Look at everything like you just opened, like you just started, like how, what was your energy when you first opened your business? Were you open? Were you flexible? Like that's how you have to look at things, but also the values of this is, this is the brand and I'm going to protect it. Like I'm never going to stop painting my white walls like obsessively. You know, I have a all white salon and Am I going to get mad at people for splatting? No, I'm not. I'm going to say, go paint. Or I'm going to say, I'm going to paint, you know. But am I going to let loose? Am I going to say, oh, it's okay, or, or get comfortable, and I'm over here out, um, you know, playing around and, and going on trips when there's paint on my walls? So just like upholding a standard and upholding the culture that you said you were. Be who you say you are. That's all I'm saying. Be who you say you are. Be authentic is all hell. And never stop caring. Never stop giving it your all because when we let up, you know, somebody else cares more than you. And that's that's when we lose. And if somebody loves it more, like nobody loves this industry as much as me. I promise you. I'm in love with my salon, I'm in love with the staff, I'm in love with the clients, I'm in love with our industry at large, the education, the manufacturers, everybody, okay? So I don't even have any competition because I'm loving it so hard, all my energy, all my you know, heart and soul is in this business, so what am I gonna get out of it? Why is my business doing well? And I'm not here to brag and say, oh my God, you know, because I'm lucky. I got lucky about my timing and what I was given by the universe and, and everything that happened. Um, but I do believe that these are values that, you know, the education and the information that I'm sharing today is what's attracting so many stylists to me. 
Okay, just, I know it's a lot, and I know I've been talking for 35 minutes now, but just take it in and, and just figure out where you can shift. And this whole concept, you guys, can apply to so many of you. If you're listening to this and you run a business of any kind, um, I had somebody come over to my house, and he's a good friend of my brother's. His name's Nino. Nino came over. He has a painting company. And we ended up talking for an hour about our industries and some parallels, right? And I was just sharing with him, like, similar strategies about recruiting and, and about, you know, building your business and creating a future for it. And, you know, he took a lot of what I'm saying and he was like, man, I can really apply this. So it doesn't have to be beauty, but that's who I'm talking to. Um, it could be any industry who you want to create a plan of action on how to attract better staff. That's just it. So um, I'm going to keep going with a couple more ideas. I know it is, if, if, listen to this, if this is, this is just about jazzing up your brand, really. The bottom line is, how are you going to get people jazzed about your brand and about who you are? And that just means being authentic. That just means being who you are, but just creating a current model around it. So every good thing about you as a business, I'm not saying change it. I'm just saying re-step, refocus, refine, and get really in touch with what is today's world. Because 2022, guys, should be all gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. That's how I'm feeling. Because there's a lot, we have a lot of work to do. And... If you slow, I mean, I will just, I'm telling you, if someone tries to slow me down, I'm going to run them right over because there is such a thing as scaling too fast. I'm not trying to hire a million people at once, but I mean, it doesn't make any sense in my salon at least to not, I mean, anybody's right. Why are we paying for the space and not using it? So, I mean, this whole room I have, it's like rip that out right now. Like my my fiance, he's just ready. He's like today, tomorrow, you know. Um, it's not that easy. So whatever you have to do to, to pay for it, figure it out because I don't care if it's cash out of your own pocket, just do it. We'll do what you need to do to make your space better, period. Whatever that means to you. Okay. Now, is your employment mutually beneficial? Just who is mutually means equally to me. Again, are we paying to play? Are we paying well? What is the messaging? What does your branding say? We talked about all these things like, is there paid time off? Is there, you know, do, is there any perks to working for you that would be different from, you know, the person down the street? Again, my policy about having your birthday off. I think that's cute. My staff thinks it's cute. They're tickled because I'm really authentic and genuine and I'm truthful. And that's the bottom line. It's like I'm so honest about my intentions for them and so pure. And that's why no one could ever tell me what I am or who I am. Or, you know, you can't even, I don't care if you're mad at me. I don't care if you think I was this or that because it's just I know how honest and true I am about my intentions and my purity about 
what I want for people is I want to build while I climb. It's not just about me. And that's going to attract so many people. You know, the, the level of greed in the world, to me, like the greed is the demise of your business, period. So just we want this and we want that and this is our policy and this is how we do things and da 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 and I'm the boss. It's like, well, okay, then have no employees. That's fine. Just, we'll just stand back and watch, you know, your whole space crumble to the ground because you don't want to adapt, you don't want to change. That's just, I'm just saying. Celebrate every win. Celebrate everything. Make everything fun for these people. I don't care if you, I mean, again, only you know what's in your budget, right? If you have to save and you personally, out of your own pocket, don't go to Nordstrom's every freaking weekend. Don't go to, you know, on vacation so much. Okay, now is not the time. Now is not the time. If you have to trade in your freaking BMW, do it. Get a Honda, drive a Honda. The worst thing for your employees is watching you Drive away in your freaking Mercedes and talk about how the company can't afford it. Now that, uh, like, come on. So again, just your messaging, how transparent are you being? And who are you playing for? Is this mutually beneficial? Is it? Or is, you know, because they already think that we're the one making all the money. They don't know the expense. They don't know the overhead. And they don't have to because our problem is not their problem, Right. But at the end of the day, you have to make, and it, it could cost nothing, but make fun, make it as if you really care because you do, and I know you do. So show them that. Show the people and spoil them and, and make them feel like they're the best in the world, right? We, we want these people to provide these incredible services, these luxury services. They don't even know what luxury is. You know, my girls never had eaten at a nice restaurant, like not all of them, trust me, a lot of them have, but some of them, they've never had nice things. They've never had a nice experience, you know, a top-notch experience. So how do they know? So going back to those values of, you know, treating these people, give them the service that you want them to give, right? If that costs you, it's okay. I'm just saying, I, I don't know what you have and don't have. I'm very tight with, trust me, I understand what it, what the expenses are, but budget for it throughout the year and figure out, okay, how can we really treat these people and make it over the top, like incredible, where they're just like, oh my God, and they just want to post about it. And it's a ripple effect. And if you're, again, not using the social media, it's time to start right, like yesterday, like last year, two years, five years ago. Let's talk about getting in the schools, and I think that will be the last of what we say. So getting in the schools, let's talk about how frequent you need to be in the schools and show face as opposed to online recruiting. So we already know digital is the way, right? We've been talking about this the whole time. Digital is the only way. Like if you don't have a digital way to you know, fill out an application, meaning it's quick, it's easy, it's on your website, it's very clear, it's very concise, it's direct about who you're looking for, what you're looking for, you need to update that. Also, you know, read about what does it say, what are the benefits, like what makes you different, what makes 
you know, your company shine? Why should I work for you? Again, what's in it for me, right? As a Gen Z, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? Why should I come to you? Because to them, they're like, you know, worth a million dollars already and they did just graduated school. So what's in it for them? I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Give me a second. Oh, is that good? Your digital plan. Okay, we got the website. Awesome. How does your website attract new? Because they're going. So it needs to be current. What are the colors? Are they current? Or are they dated? Okay. If I'm a hairdresser and I see too much crazy colors going on, I'm already off your, your site. Keep it simple. Keep it neutral. Okay. Black, white. I, you know, my colors are black, white, green, gold. We even have silver in there, whatever. But we actually use a painting of Dominique's. So Dominique's one of my stylists. And her art actually hangs in the salon. So um, celebrating there's you know your stylist and and there's so much i know when you're big you can't do all of this but says who says who again times are different guys it's different times so everything that you said you can't do and that, that doesn't work it may work now so you have to mold open up your mind open up your mind and, and let everything just let it in and then pick and choose and pick through what you want to keep and what you want to throw away. But Dominique does all these beautiful paintings. We use one of the paintings for our website, the, all the brand colors and all that, because I don't like colors. So my web designer was like, look at this painting. I was like, awesome. And then it was more personal, right? And all the girls are like, wow. And I share that with them. And they're like, oh my God, everyone's included, you know? We're going to talk inclusivity to um, being exclusive also because, you know, we have, again, with the Zoomers, these are the most diverse. This is the most diverse generation. So is there diversity in your space and the way you do things and the, the services you provide and, and all of that? Um, this is really near and dear to my heart because, again, I'm in the schools all the time and I received this message from someone which was like so, 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 I was in tears, but she had said to me, you know, Ashley, um, she was an African-American girl and she messaged me and said, you know, I went to your website, you came and spoke to me and to our class and, and I went to your website and I saw that you had a couple African-American girls and I loved you even more and, you know, I never thought that I could go work to a nice fancy salon and I thought it was out of my league is what she had said and now I feel like I can you know now I feel like I can so that was like really eye-opening for me and just it's the reason that I would ever do what I wanted what I've been called to do really um to make people feel like they can and like they're included and and they can grow with us you know that everyone can grow with us if you want to and if you're willing to put in the work so I thought that was really incredible you know but that diversity piece is so valuable and you have to know why and understand why because that's the generation we're speaking to so um, there's a style that goes with that right there's a there's a level of like what is your style and again your messaging and what is it what is the style and does it speak to those people? So just think about that a little bit and then uh, 
put it into your digital plan is how you're attacking students on social media, meaning are you stalking the schools? Are you poking at the students on your platform? Like I'll go on to every single school in the area and I will like at night. So I might just be like laying in bed and I will just go on really quickly. It could be 10 minutes and just start liking all these schools posts um, and, and their students and then poke at them, meaning go to the students page like a bunch of like five of their stuff you know or if I was gonna do um, a recruiting event or an open house at the salon I would just copy and paste a message and I would go post it I would go stop you know I think there was five of us the one day where I delegated this to five people which we all went on and into it was Paul Mitchell so it was Paul Mitchell's uh, students and we went in just aggressively I mean aggressively just went in and attacked like inviting people in just you know we love your work come you know and picture that you know you're a student and you have this recruiter this great salon messaging you and saying oh wow they're interested in me they love my work right invite them in for a tour invite them in for an event invite them in to see what what you do and just send them your freaking website send them videos I have videos talking about why you should work for me. I have a podcast. I have a social media, you know, um, presence where I post it every single day. You know, my salon, we're running it all day. So that's going to set me apart digitally because I'm very much in the now with technology. And I'm very, you know, TikTok. Do you have a TikTok? Are you using TikTok? Are you using videos? Whether you like it or not, I didn't ask. You know, it's it's just how it is. It's a free platform to build and market yourself, so you have to use it. And if you're not using it, how are you going to tell your people to use it? That doesn't make any freaking sense at all. None. Zero. It doesn't make any sense for you to tell me to clean a toilet, but you can't. For you to tell me to work harder, but you don't. It It, it doesn't, if you're telling me, it's like, We'll do as I say, not as I do. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense to somebody when you're not walking the walk. So you guys have to be using it. And I don't care if you're 90 years old. You have to use it. I'm sorry. If you're in leadership and you're going to tell your staff to do it and you're not doing it is insanity, actually. So you might not like what I'm saying to you. You might be like, who is this young? She's arrogant. She's you know bold for saying some of this. I'm not. I'm honest. And it's just a perspective of what the times are. So we know it, but are we doing it? We talk about it, but are we doing it? Doesn't make sense. So recruiting in 2022 is going to be so easy for you because you're going to go online and do it. You're going to put out all the content. You're going to attract all of this to you, right? And then in person, in-house. Now, it's important to show face. It's important to, to be the face of your company People need to see who is the who's the face, who is the brand. And if you can get in front of these people and inspire them, motivate them, come out and stand apart from the other speakers or the other educators, you offer them a class, a complimentary motivational class, and maybe you take your best stylist, right? And and prop her up and say, you know, you're gonna see this amazing educator and we're gonna invite you guys in. You gotta get them get them energized bring the energy and spend time you know 
really giving a, a special attention and care to to how you present. Um, what do you want to say? Be really clear because when you go up and talk to a group, <clears throat> excuse me, you got 0, 0. 0.08 seconds to really attract them. And if you are not sure about your main message, like if you're not sure exactly what key points you want to hit when you're recruiting, just make sure it's not all about you, 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 you. One thing I think is really powerful is making about them, 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 them. Because people listen to you and immediately they're going to judge you and they're going to say, why should I listen to this person? Well, tell them what's in it for them. If you listen to me today, this is what's going to happen. If you take what I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. So the best thing is to go up there with an intention of, I want to build you. I don't care if you even work for me or not. Like, it doesn't matter where you go. And that's what I say. I'm fully transparent. I'm so honest, too honest. I say too much. You know what I mean? I have that Sagittarius foot and mouth where I just say whatever because the number one compliment I get is how authentic I am. And they're inspired by that. And they like that. They're drawn to my personality. They're drawn to how I don't care. And I just say it. And how I do business, is it's like the more authentic I am, the more I win. So just... I don't know. It, it, everything that once was is gone. And it's a new time. It's a new model. And if your model does not change with the times, it's going to get left behind. So that's all I got to say. Um, I love you guys. You know, brainstorm, write on a whiteboard all your ideas, your keynotes, um, you know, post-it notes, whatever you have to think about, however you got to get organized. But review these ideas with your team and start strong and hit the ground running in 2022. <clears throat> I think I'm going to make some tea. I think I'm going to have a great Friday, even though I'm sick. Uh, I have a lot of energy. I just don't want to, you know, be contagious and, and get anyone else sick. So I'm going to get productive today. I'm going to sign off now. I hope this helps you in at least one way. You might be like, I hate you and everything you said, Ashley, what the heck? But it's probably because I triggered you in some way. So that's a good thing. And I hope I do because I want you to grow and succeed no matter who you are. No matter if you, no matter where you are in this business, I want everyone to grow. I want everyone to succeed. I want everyone to win. I want everyone to have prosperity. But the reality is the cream will always rise to the top. And the people who are willing to adapt and change with the times and be innovative and, you know, lead, um, you know, that is the future of, of our industry. And I just really hope that I can help in any way possible. If you need any consulting of, about this, you know, I would not mind having a conversation with anybody about this because if I didn't know what I know, if I didn't believe that this is, let's just say, a foolproof strategy. I just think it's so powerful if you can implement this. You know, people, again, they want to earn more work less. They want the flexibility, the transparency. We need to be clear about who we're talking to and, and attack it. Like I said, all gas, no brakes. People can earn more right out the gate if you would let them, if you would pivot and, and train them and build them to that place, right? If our average ticket in our industry, and this is my last thing I'm going to say, if the average ticket 
you know, is people are doing, you know, $225 average tickets. Did it take time to get there? Yes. But sometimes we're, we're cheapening what we do. And that's a problem in our industry overall. And how people perceive us, right? Like the, how they can cancel on us last minute. Like what is your policy around that? Are, are people going to, is there a repercussion for disrespecting our craft and our art and our professional business? Because hairdressers need to be respected and taken seriously for what we do because we put a lot of work, energy, effort. We have a lot of education. We invest so much money and time into our craft that if on our side of ownership and leadership, if we don't kind of spearhead meaning, if we don't lead the way and say, no, I respect your time. I I think what you do is super valuable and we're going to charge for it. And I'm going to to be on your team and on your side and all of those things. Um, I think there's just a lot of power in that. So I could go for two hours on this, but I'm trying to keep it tight. So I'll, I'll stop there. I love you guys. Let's recruit hard in 2022. And uh, again, all gas, no brakes. And as always, go up, up, and away.